All right, welcome to episode nine. Episode nine. Episode nine. Finally, I I'm just excited that we're on episode nine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was like, were we waiting for episode nine? Yeah. Is there like the, a big announcement that I don't it's know? It's the about? turning point. Ta da! I would think episode ten would be the turning point. <laughs> episode ten will be awesome as well. It means we made it to episode ten. We haven't been taken off the air yet. I'm, well, there's there's no. I know we don't have sponsors <laughs> to answer for. Ha! Yeah, take that, corporate America. Screw you, corporate. With all your money that and we jobs. would totally take if and you were to offer it to us yeah. in the form of some sort of advertising deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Damn the man. Save the empire. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, just, I chuckle every time you do that. You, you shy away from the microphone so you don't gulp in the and microphone. And I think you still heard it. But yeah. I, you probably did. It's okay. Um, so you have some topics to talk about here. We we both have topics to talk about. That's why we're doing the podcast. Well, I'm just, I don't know what some of them mean. Oh. Well, yeah. That's they're, because they're all photo stuff. Well, it just says photo shit. Yeah. Well, but the S and the H are capital, and I don't know if that's important. That's just because I fat-fingered the key. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is there like a new lens? The S H I T? Super high intensity telescopic? Yeah, it's a shit lens. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway. No, yeah. A um, couple things, you know. I'll spend the week looking around at uh, stuff. Sorry if I'm extra wheezy. I kind of. <clears throat> I don't know if the allergies are extra running. Extra wheezy. Shut up. Sorry, you said it yourself. You I- shouldn't have said it if you didn't want me to bring it up. Okay, I'm sorry if I'm wheezy. When does your album drop extra wheezy? Shut up. <laughs> anyway. Will you be spitting rhymes? <laughs> I'll be spitting phlegm is what I'll be spitting. Jeez. Um, no. Okay, so, photo topics. Photo uh, one, topic. of the, one of the cool things I kind of saw, you know, because I, I kind of dig the handy, crafty stuff. Uh, it's called Photo Boop. And what it is, it's a little battery-powered photo booth. I say with quotation fingers. Um, it's this little box and basically you hook this box to the camera and the box is a controller and it takes pictures. So it's a camera. You, it's a, you, it's a box that you hook to a camera. So yes, Captain Smartass, there's a camera in the (laughs) equation, but this thing automatically controls it. So basically what you do, is it's got this nice little button. You would set it up at a party or something like that and you would push the button and you would, um... You need to push the walk up, push the button, and then you have four pictures snapped. Mm. It has like a little LED display that kind of counts down, and it's just it's kind of cool. Aren't there apps for your phone that do that? Yes, but the idea behind this would be this would be something that you could rent out, or if you were photographing a party, you could bring this along, and it would be something else that you could offer as a service. Mm. And because it's it's all it's it's not manned, you don't have to man it. You can just set it up and be like, push the button, and then make stupid faces. And people would. Because if there's a button, someone must push it. It's true. Yeah. It's like um, uh, the the person who's selling it, I want to say they, um, it's like $200 for the kit or something. Hmm. Interesting. Um, you got to provide your own camera, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of cool. Neat. So uh, there'll be a link in the blog uh, for that, obviously. And um, <clears throat> another thing I wanted to talk about in the world of photography is this um, 
this article I found on Petapixel, and it's uh, this photographer, um, the guy by the name of Henry Hargraves. He decided to take a look at all the the writers. Um, um, a writer is uh, what an artist has when they come to a, an event. It's what they request. Oh, so, writer. Yeah, writer. Okay. <clears throat> it I it, you're it goes writer. along with the contract. Right, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's a writer on the contract. And uh, it's it's like what the artist requests. Uh, things like you must have 10 bottles of Evian uh-huh. in there chilled to a certain temperature or something. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so Henry Hargraves um, found these writers on the smoking gun, which is a online document collection website. And, uh, he set out like a little photo challenge for himself that he wanted to take pictures, artistically take pictures of some of these requests. And I was just kind of intrigued and in, is in, interesting. Um, what some of the requests were. Mm-hmm. So like, um, <clears throat> does it say who they were from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So for example, uh, Frank Sinatra, uh, needed one bottle each of absolute Jack Daniels, Chivas Regal, uh, Corvassier, beef eater, white wine, red wine, 24 chilled jumbo shrimp, lifesavers, and cough drops. All right. In stark contrast, the Foo Fighters needed a big-ass kielbasa that make <laughs> men feel self-conscious. <laughs> All right. So, you know, Nine Inch Nailed needs two boxes of cornstarch. Not sure why. <laughs> I think some of these are just to see if they'll do it. Uh, yeah. Well, because remember the Imagine Dragons yeah, Imagine had that. Dragons they wanted a, a monkey butler. A monkey and, butler. And um, the House of Blues. Uh, hooked them up with that. They had a dude in a monkey suit. No, it was a little monkey. It was a little capuchin oh, monkey. Oh, that's right. No, somewhere else also had... It was oh, either a I? monkey butler or something. But they had a dude in a monkey suit who was like their butler. Which I feel is less adorable, but infinitely more useful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Britney Spears. <laughs> Fish and chips. McDonald's cheeseburgers without the buns. 100 prunes and figs, and a fa- a framed photo of Princess Diana. I actually... Did you watch the episode of Nevermind the Buzzcocks that uh, Richard Ayuarde hosted? No, I didn't. You should, because that's actually one of the trivia questions. Oh, is it really? It's what did Britney Spears request to have in her dressing room when she was on her UK tour. Mm-hmm. And it was <clears throat> Sorry, like was multiple choice. And mm-hmm. I believe the first one was uh, Inspirational Quotes by Simon Cowell on CD. <laughs> wasn't that no. no well obviously it was the picture of diana but <laughs> um the other one was uh a dartboard with christine aguilera's face on it <laughs> and the third one was the picture frame photo of princess, princess diana, diana. Yeah. and they they worked it out but it, it was pretty funny <laughs> so uh rihanna uh needed uh, hard-boiled eggs turkey bacon turkey sausage at any time throughout the day she does not like turkeys or mm. she does like turkeys Either way you I think about it. I feel like she needed some ice packs and an intervention specialist. What? Wasn't it Rihanna with Chris Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Get it? Sure. Didn't you say Christina Aguilera wanted turkey? No, I said Rihanna. Oh. Did you say anything about Christina Aguilera? You said Christina Aguilera on the dartboard. That's where it came from. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man. <laughs> The things that happen in my brain. This is why I don't what, talk what at parties. Your, what did you say about your windshield wipers the other day? <laughs> they were out of practice. Yeah. Yeah, that you hadn't used your windshield wipers in a while and that they were out of practice. 
I'm sorry. I found that really <laughs> funny. It was just the first thing that came to me. <laughs> yep. That's my life. There's a lot of stuff going on up here. Okay? Yep. Yeah. All right. Good job there. Yeah. I told you this is why I don't talk to people at parties. Mm-hmm. Something like that. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Yeah. You don't even know what you're saying. You're Easy. right. Shut up. Anyway. Making fun of people with disabilities. What? Not even really a disability. It's not a no, disability. It's, it's an allergy. It's <laughs> a medical condition. Oh, damn it. Okay. Yeah. So. Bullshit's a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet. Um, on a sadder note, uh, Kodak um, just recently or is in the process of selling its film and imaging business. But the <clears throat> the cool thing is, is it's actually being sold to the United Kingdom's Kodak pension plan. So the the can the camera film film, you know, mm-hmm. and the imaging, which is their scanner technology, scanner mm-hmm. software, scanner physical stuff, they're selling that business to the pension plan for its UK company. Yeah. So it's kind of staying in the Kodak family and it's actually going to benefit the people who earn the pensions from Kodak instead of just being, oh, well, we sold off the business and uh, you don't get any money anymore. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, but still kind of sad because, you know, Kodak won't be the driving force behind the innovation. Um, they're still making cameras. Um, they're, 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 they're going in a different direction. What's They're not really trying to do cameras that much anymore. And I'm trying to remember what it was that they were going for. Um, they're they're a commercial printing. That's what they're trying to go into. Oh. So big time printing, stuff like that. Oh, all right. Well, that's interesting. But the good thing is, is because they're selling that business off to a company that has a vested interest in it. Um, Namely, the pension plan. So people who worked for Kodak over the years, uh, hopefully that means the Kodak film and developer stuff won't disappear. Yeah. So. Until so. they die off. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. People live a long time these days. So quiet. <laughs> okay. All right. Shush. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, there'll be links for all that stuff on the blog post, of course. If so. If any further reading. We have a little bit of a video <sighs> photo crossover. Uh, more of just a digital creative world yeah. thing going on here. Um, so a couple of days ago, Adobe announced, uh, at their conference that they will no longer be licensing individual software licenses for like the CS, uh, family of tools, which I is think, things like Photoshop and Premiere and... Well, no, you can still get individual licenses. It's more of a, they're you not... Can't you can't get a static license. Right. It's a, um, they're moving it's to a subscription. But, okay. Well, go for it. Do it. Trying to make it sound like you get to buy it all or nothing. Um, we'll see on that. But yeah, they're basically going to the Creative Cloud uh, only format. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, the Creative Cloud is basically you pay a monthly fee, uh, which is either thirty dollars a month or fifty dollars a month, depending on who you are and what your circumstances are. It also um, depends on whether you're doing month by month or you're doing um, a year's commitment. Yeah, but it's still like a monthly thing, even if you do a year's commitment. Right, but you're committed to the year. If you if you stop, you have to pay the whole year. Right, but it's still monthly. Right, but if you're not committed, 
it's like $75 a month. Because we're outside of our year and we're still 30. It's because we went around for another year. Okay. Anyway, um, Creative Cloud is happening. Uh, so basically, you pay monthly for a subscription to an ent- like all of the different programs that Adobe has. And the nice thing is that you can get all of the latest updates you know, just when they come out, your, your subscription doesn't change. Um, previously you would buy, you know, a license and that license would be static. And when a new version came out, you could either pay to upgrade or you could skip it. You know, uh, if you waited too long to skip it, you might not be able to pay the upgrade price. Upgrade. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the internet is freaking out about this. At least creative professionals on the internet. Maybe not your internet if you're not a creative professional. Um, but it pretty much affects everybody. And there's valid points on both sides. Um, but I really think people are kind of going overboard with the hostility as far as the uh, well, creative cloud change. There's a lot of people. I've talked to I've talked to a couple people, um, and they're really excited about this. I'm pretty excited <clears throat> about it. We've been on the cloud for a year and some change. Um, and it's actually really nice because your license is a floating license, so mm-hmm. you can use it on multiple computers. You can use it on multiple platforms, so if you're switching back and forth from Mac to PC, works perfectly for that. Um, if there's a computer you only necessarily want to use this license for a little while, you don't have to like call them and switch things around every time you want to change it. It's used to be a pretty big pain in the butt to uh, move your license. Right. And with the Creative Cloud, it's really not. Yeah, just... You know, goes from one machine to the other. I mean, you have to have an internet connection, but... Yeah, once a month you need to connect to the internet so that it can verify that you've actually paid. And uh, everything's still stored locally on your computer. A lot of people were freaking out because they thought it was kind of like the Google Docs for Photoshop. (laughs) And it's not that at all. Um, So it's interesting because it kind of can be... It could be, Because there is a cloud storage for files, but the actual applications are... Stored locally. On your computer. Yeah, you still um, download them, you still install them. So Google Docs in the sense that you can community share stuff, yeah. but not so much in the application. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Google Docs is just word processing and Excel spreadsheets, so yeah. those are simple to run from a browser. But it's one of those things where there's a lot of misconceptions going around that people are like, I'm not going to be able to access my stuff if I'm not on the internet. They're gonna No, it's a thir- it's basically it's like upset. a 30-day trial. It's a 30-day license. Yeah. That renews itself every 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. I think mostly what people are mad about is that they're not going to be able to pirate the software. Yeah, I think. I see. That's a huge thing. Sorry. Just <laughs> yawning again. God, it's the... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of people... And this is coming from someone who... I used, I mean, I pirated the heck out of that software. Yeah, because it was a billion dollars. Right. The cre- the master collection was $2,500. Yeah. And you know, honestly, and I blame, I kind of blame Adobe for this. Uh-huh. They've made, I don't want to use the phrase easy to use because then it downplays, you know, the professionals that use it. Uh-huh. They've made the software user friendly uh-huh. enough that uh, soccer moms can pick it up and do it. Uh-huh. And so the. <laughs> people don't see as much value in freelancers doing this stuff because they think, oh, I can do it. So it's hard to get jobs that'll pay enough to justify the cost of $2,500 for the master suite. But at the same time, they're also pricing themselves out of the freelancers market because of that. Yeah. 
Um, and it's one of those things where they've become the industry standard on several several of their programs. And once you're the industry standard, I mean... Yeah, you can do pretty much whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you can do what you need. Um, I would say Photoshop and After Effects are definitely... They could do almost whatever they want with that. And it would be tough for them to lose their, their standing as the main market share. But, um, yeah, there's other things like Premiere and stuff like that that's... Uh, less secure as far as being a, any kind of standard. Um, but a lot of people, they do bring up valid points that professionals don't upgrade very frequently. Right. Um, there's a lot of people who are still using CS2 and CS3, and currently Adobe is on CS6, and there's usually a .5 between each individual number. So. Actually, no. The the 5.5 was the first point five. Was it? I thought yeah. there was a 4.5. No. Oh, no. no. All right. Um, there were, I mean, there were just updates, mm. but you know, CS 5.5 was an actual... You could go out and buy 5.5. Mm-hmm. So, I did not know. Yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a weird thing when they did that. I was kind of curious as to what was going on. Mm. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so, I mean, professionals don't tend to upgrade unless they have an actual reason to upgrade, such as this no longer works with my operating system, or there's a tool that I absolutely need that is in the newer version. Mm-hmm. Which, for things like Photoshop, I mean, there's not really. I mean, there's stuff that's nice to have in well, the new Photoshop. the Photoshop plugins. I mean, you know, a lot of people wouldn't upgrade because their plugins that they had were not... compatible to the newer version. Yeah, and that'll be a challenge Mm. as far as the updates happening as they happen. My question really is, is is it going to be that big of a challenge? Because Photoshop is incorporating a lot of the plugins that they used to, you used to have to go out and buy their their own version of them. That's true. Premiere's doing the same thing. They're basically going to have a version of Pluralize inside of Premiere. Mm -hmm. So is After Effects. So, I mean, they're they're really kind of going that direction, trying to step away from the plugins. But I think... I don't know. I think they're trying to get people to focus more on the actual tools rather mm-hmm. than the rather than the plugins, which are these nifty little, for lack of a better word, they're word art. You know, yeah. they're drop shadow, they're comic sans, they're these overused things. Yeah, but um, I think it's going to be a positive thing in the long run, especially from Adobe, the company's perspective, um, because they're going to have regular revenue versus a whole bunch of money whenever they put out a new creative suite, and then significantly less money as they try to continue to develop the new creative suite. Uh, they're also going to have a lot less piracy on their, you know, there's just, yeah. it's going to be more legit for everybody. Um, the other thing is uh, they'll be able to put out releases as they're ready, not on a deadline. Not save it for CS7 yeah. or, yeah. Um, and well, and well, they're going to have to now because people are, you know, they're paying a monthly subscription. They're going to yeah. expect bug fixes and improvements. And, you well, know, it's a little different than buying a package of software and just, you know, yeah. oh, we'll get the updates. You know, this is a big problem. Um, actually, you know, we'll just go ahead and we'll fix that in the next version, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think we'll mm-hmm. avoid a lot of those major problems because how much of that was caused by we need to have it done by this date because this is the date that we're in putting the pa- out the yeah. new package Mm. so i mean the idea that things can be ready when they're actually ready that's good i mean well i mean it's a it's a different it's a different kind of a model you know the the old cs suite packages was kind of a carrot and stick model 
where you would, you know, you'd have this this new thing that you're going to offer, but you're only going to offer it to CS6. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs to upgrade to CS6. Well, they don't have that anymore. So they, but but on the flip side, they have people who are you know signing up monthly and they get a monthly return. And mm-hmm. so instead of selling forty packages over here and God God knows how many pirated packages, they're going to have you know eighty monthly subscribers, and so that's a steady income. And that's yeah. you know it's it's a double edged sword. It really is. It is, and in some ways. In some ways, it's great for the users in so much as you can have access to the latest everything and you can use all, like if you find yourself saying, well, mostly I'm a designer and normally I would have gotten the design suite, but mm-hmm. for this job, I'm going to need to figure out this one right. thing in, you know, After Effects or something, mm-hmm. you know, you need to use something outside your normal scope of tools. You don't necessarily have to figure out how to get your hands on it you have think about the merging of medias you know yeah it's all blurring together heck you can edit video in photoshop now yeah you know so which is weird i know it's so weird (laughs) it's so weird and you can do layout i mean you you can just you can do all this different stuff in the different programs Mm -hmm. and i mean i think it's gonna be a real boon for um uh freelancers Mm -hmm. because you know you can write in your freelance thing i must have a computer with an internet connection you just get there you download yeah. The programs that you need, you activate your license, and boom, you go. When you're done, you just deactivate your license. You know, mm-hmm. it, you don't have to haul a Mac Pro around with you anymore. Nope. Do keep your preferences on a flash drive, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's if you do a lot of custom preferences, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I do a lot of custom preferences. I know, I know. It's it's mostly because when I was moving over from Final Cut into Premiere. I was like, I'm just going to reset some of these buttons so that they're what I already know. Mm-hmm. And then other buttons were features that necessarily weren't the same. So it was kind of like, oh, well, I'll just figure out what I'm using a lot. And then I'll put those buttons. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like every editor has their own keyboard after a while. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not that much into it to, to know all the keyboard shortcuts. I still fumble around with the mouse a lot in Premiere. Ah. Uh. I try to avoid so, the mouse. I'm actually, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I can use. that squeaky desk, I can't yeah. blame you. <laughs> My desk work has developed a small squeak. Um, so every time I move anything, there's this little noise. Oh, that's me nuts. Well, the thing is, I wear headphones most of the day, so I don't hear it. I If I was in my office and not wearing headphones, I would murder me. Like, yeah. that, it would drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. But I don't hear it. And apparently no one else is bothered by it, so... So, so pricing Creative Cloud. Um, uh, what I'm seeing is it's uh, 19, 90, 19 something a month, um, <clears throat> and that is for uh, a single app. Yeah. So, so like one just Photoshop app. or just Lightroom or right. Yeah. Right. And I, I think you just choose the app that you want. And you stick with it. Um, if you want to go full blown, it's forty nine a month. Mm-hmm. But that is a one-year commitment. So yeah. you have to commit to paying $49 a month for a year. Um, if you want to go one month by month and say, you know, you're just doing a job and you need access to all the stuff, it's like 75 a month. Hmm. Students get it for 30 bucks a month. And um, uh, they're doing a promotion where if you own a license for anything, I think CS3, CS3 and, and up, yeah, uh, it's $30 a month for the first year. Yeah. And I think if you look around students, you can get 19 a month for the first year. 
and then it goes to twenty nine. We, we were just rounding up twenty nine, mm. thirty dollars. Um, th- the the next year, so like years on after that. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's cool. You should check it out. I really like it. Um, I think it's the only way to get Adobe Muse. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and you get uh, you get programs that aren't available through the the boxes. Yeah. Um, if anyone hasn't messed with it at all, uh, Muse is a really neat little uh, app where. Basically, you take your graphic design skills and you build web pages based on visuals, and it writes the code for you. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty awesome. <sighs> so yeah, check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, calm down, internet. You'll you will be okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, adventures this week. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah, we've had a couple adventures. Um, <laughs> Can I talk about my thing before we go into the adventures, just because it's not adventure-related? Yeah, what's your thing? It's the balcony grill. Oh, I yeah. figured that was an adventure. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> I, I wish it was. No, so I was... Um, there's one of the websites that I check to check all the time. It's called Uncrate. Um, it's it's a guy's magazine. It's for guys who love stuff. And um, the balcony grill is kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> it's for people who have apartments. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you know, have a grill on your patio or your balcony. Because uh, you don't have enough space, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, um, you, you you know in the UK how they've got like the window flower boxes, right? Yeah. Some some in the US. Not as much here in the US, but in the UK a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, this is about the size of one of those flower boxes, but it's actual charcoal grill. Oh. And it, it like mounts into the side, just like a just like a flower box, set off far enough. And it's, um, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like uh, 80 bucks or something. Um, but it doesn't. You can put it on your balcony, and then you can still have chairs and tables and stuff like that. So it doesn't, you know, you don't have the yeah. gigantic Weber pit sort Nifty. of thing. So, so yeah, my little gadget thing of the week. That's I feel cool. like I have a gadget every once in a while. So you do have a gadget. Moving on. Adventures. Um. So <laughs> I had to go down to city hall yesterday because there were personal property tax things. Despite that living to in the city for two years already. Yeah. No. Um. So they didn't send me a personal property tax bill, which meant I had to take myself and my registration for my car and my ID down to the city hall to prove that I was myself and I did live where I lived and all that good stuff. Well, city hall is always an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) It is a a lovely amalgamation of people there. And, uh, of course, dealing with government workers is always fun. Um, So I go into the assessor's Mm -hmm. office. And uh, I give them all my information. And you say, assess me. Yeah, assess my stuff. It's right outside. You want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the dents and the dings. And yeah, the right? <laughs> I got pictures. Can you assess that? <laughs> it's got duct tape on it. That's That's black duct tape. It matches the car. It's kind of peeling off. It does. I need more. I actually need to use gaff tape. Um, so this woman who was also. Duct tape would last longer. Everybody said gaff tape. Yeah, but gaff tape doesn't leave a residue because it doesn't bond. Oh. Duct tape bonds. Oh, it didn't bond for long enough. Bonded for quite a while, considering <laughs> it's on the bumper of your car and it's on the rain and the snow. Anyway, so there Moving was this lady at the assessor's office. Um, first of all, it smells like weird fried food in there, like chicken fryer that's gone off. Like it's, Stereotype. No, it has to be wafting from somewhere. I'm not sure if it's somewhere outside or if it's... But it legitimately smells like fry oil. Like, I don't feel like anyone could be doing this on 
their lunch break. Like, it would require a vat of oil <laughs> heated to unsafe temperatures. <laughs> so it smells like burning oil. I guess. I don't know. It smelled not great. Okay. <laughs> so I walk in. It's a cornucopia of terrible grammar that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> There's this poor Mexican man who's trying to register, I guess, his car title or transfer his car title. And the woman at the desk is yelling at him as though that will make him understand English. (laughs) (laughs) They're having a really heated debate as to how to spell Falozan, which is apparently the street that he lives on. But he did not believe there was an H in it. And she was like, no, there is. But in the first place, she was like, you have to spell it for me. I don't know how to spell it. But then when he spelled it, she told him he spelled it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't speak great English. And she was just telling yeah and then people in the seats were starting to chime in as to how they thought Folosim was spelled <laughs> anyway oh my gosh. there was this other woman completely unrelated to the mexicans or the Folosim people and <laughs> and i'm i'm reading the back of her shirt like she's kind of all over the place she's very antsy she's mm-hmm. wa- walking around i'm trying to see the back of her shirt and it's one of those homemade shirts yeah. I realized. And it's the two M&Ms from the commercial, the yellow and the red M&M. Uh-huh. Only they're sitting on a pile of pot. <laughs> like in lawn chairs. Oh, dear. And they're smoking pot. And it said something like, we rolling it out, something wheezy. It had wheezy on there. Oh, God. Yeah. There's the wheezy. And I was like, that is just blatant trademark infringement. Yeah. And I was like, this woman's shirt is the reason that trademark exists. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it okay. was It was just the perfect example of why companies don't let just anyone use anything they want. I was like, I almost, I almost hope she gets like nailed for this. I don't think she ever will, <laughs> but I just really want someone in a suit to walk up to her and be like, "Ma'am, are you aware that you're infringing on the Mars Company's trademark of the M M&M and M character?" Oh, <laughs> That'll be a million dollars, and also turn your shirt inside out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that there's a there's that a happens. stand at uh, at the mall. That, you know, you can pay, like, whatever money and they iron on the designs on the shirts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. There's all sorts of trademark. trademark. Like, I want to take a picture of it and just send it to, to Red Bull and to Monster <laughs> and to um, MTV because there's Jersey Shore stuff oh, on there. Yeah. And, I mean, there's stuff that you can't copyright, like internet memes, like, you know, the yeah. You Mad Bro and stuff like that. But, right. I mean, there's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> It's just bla- there's like Angry Bird stuff. I'm sure Rovio would be pissed about that. Yeah, and yeah. It happens. I'll tell you if he piss if he bothers me because he's there's there's a family of people that own like 14 of those little carts in the middle of the mall. Mm-hmm. First of all, I wish the mall would just ban those friggin' carts or ban people from like approaching you mm-hmm. from those carts because it's like it's like going to a friggin' flea market sometimes. It's like the, the the one thing you don't want to do is piss off the other people that work there. Yeah. Because they will do stuff just to, <laughs> like, they'll say, don't go to that guy. Or, hey, this guy's giving away free shit. Go bug him. We'll, we'll do stuff like that, you know? We'll go talk to mall security. Mall security will harass you. Don't do that. Leave people that work in the mall alone. Hmm. You know? But, yeah, it's got so much trademark infringement that's ridiculous. Well... If you ever need to blackmail them, you got it. Yeah. 
that and the guy who has the electric massager thing where they put the electrical pads on you and yeah, they're like, what? hey. I figured that would be done by now. No, it's been I, in I the don't mall know how. Forever. I've never, like, it's been in the mall for like two years and I've never seen them sell one. <laughs> I've, I've seen never them seen go them even talk to like, people. You know, it's like cops raids their employee files all the time and just picks people out. What? Questionable, people, questionable characters that they have working there. Oh. People that I would not let anywhere near me with any sort of electronic massaging <laughs> device. Nice. No. Um, but we had other adventures that did not involve electrodes. Um, <laughs> we uh, we ventured out to the hookah bar on Monday. Yeah, double apple. It had to be Monday. Yeah, because Jason was working. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was Andy's birthday. Yeah, Andy's birthday. Happy 21st birthday, Andy. Late. See, Car- Carly's Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Other Andy's not not so much. It's not your birthday. You know that. No. <laughs> pregnant Andy, it's not his birthday. I'm sorry, pregnant Andy? Well, Andy of Kristen Andy. Okay. Pregnant Andy. Andy is not pregnant. No. Well, they are pregnant. They are expecting a child. Expecting Andy. That would be fine. Well, <laughs> I don't really expect him. He's not going to come through the door. <laughs> I expect to see him at work on occasion. <laughs> oh, did I tell you? Oh, we, we created a Twitter account for him. Expecting Andy? No. Froll said what? For who? It says, it's, his name is Andy Froling, so Froll said what? Because he's just constantly talking about random shit. <laughs> it's it's abso- it's hilarious. Is I, he I, aware that you started Oh, yeah, it? no, okay. we, we, we told him. I was like, don't be mean. No, we told him exactly how many, how, you know, it, you know what I mean. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up right now. It's Twitter's being a pain in the butt. Uh, anyway, but uh, we made it out to the hookah bar, which was fun. It's karaoke and hookah. Uh, Stu had his first hookah experience. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I had my fir- I had my first experience there. Um, it was interesting because you know. He's like, uh, yeah, you don't inhale. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, how do you not inhale hookah? You smoke cigars. Right. You actually inhale hookah, though. I am i don't know what the rules are. Well, because I was, I was, I had the pipe and, you know, I was <laughs> taking, I was taking a breath in and, and he's like, you don't inhale. And I was like, and I'm like looking around at everybody and everybody's like putting out these big clouds of smoke. And I'm like. You can't have a cloud of smoke that big if you're just sucking it in your mouth. Quiet. Don't. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I don't. What? <laughs> I don't know. So I, uh, you know, he was like, duh, you don't do that. And I was like, uh, okay, are you sure? Because it seems like that's what everybody else is doing. And that's what you're doing, too. Hmm. So. Maybe he was just trying to protect you as a noob. Well, no, I, you do inhale. He was talking about you don't like double inhale or something. I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Drunk. He was. He was extremely <laughs> intoxicated. Nobody even got him that many shots. It was like <laughs> two shots. Um. Okay. So back to the Andy Froling thing. Yeah. Um. Couple things because basically we just we created a Twitter account to capture these stup- these strange things that he says. Things like yeah, I'm alphabetical. Right. right. <laughs> You're like. What? Or cool is as cool does. I'm like a cat. That's what I do. Okay. And what are you going to do now? Run the servers at McDonald's? I know, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> we come back all the time as creatives, and this is the weird stuff that we hear. We're like, what are you doing? Well, it's weird because at first glance, you're like, that makes a kind of sense. And then you think about it, and you're like, no, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> What's better than goldfish? Edamame. Eat that shit, baby. <laughs> and uh, I still don't understand how she has a baby in there. Talking about his wife. <laughs> yeah. And then what he said to us, because we made him made a Twitter account specifically for this. Thank you for making me a tweet. <laughs> All right. Yep. The great thing is, is he has a Twitter account. So, you know, he's got something mm-hmm. but we made one specifically for <laughs> the random the weird stuff that he says nice and all of us at work have access to it and all <laughs> of us are going to post to it awesome yeah so I like uh, that. Froll said what? Froll says what? I might or have no, to Froll follow said that. what? Okay so here's the thing because I I'm not new to Twitter but I've, I haven't been on active on Twitter for a super long time I keep getting, like, random people who favorite my tweets, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure that they're bots, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how to check. Well, you can just kind of look and see what their tweets are. If there are a lot of random quotes. Um, sometimes. Like, it's Usually they, usually bots will try and, like, they retweet people, or they do the at tweet at a lot of people. It's not that. Like it's just. Are there? Are there? Do they have a lot of followers? Um, no. Are they following a ton of people? No. They just favorited one of your tweets. Yeah. Now it's gone. Bot. It's probably okay. a bot. <laughs> I've had random people start following me and then stop, and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, like this one, Ina Coomer. Ina Coomer, if you're real, please get in touch with me. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, she's got a whole little, like... I'm sorry, we're not being very entertaining tonight. Sorry. She says that she's a social media intern in New York City, enjoys handcrafted cocktails and well-stirred conversations. That's cute. I love pugs. And then it has a link, which I'm not going to click on in case you are a bot. But she has 26 followers. She's following two people, and she has 20 tweets. But the tweets are all, like quote thing inspirational quotes yeah oh god she's the instagram she's the twitter version of the people we hate on facebook but they're all like that they're all bots then it's okay <laughs> it's okay well, we don't need to we don't need to inform everybody that you have a lot of bots following it's you. not a lot i mean i only have like 30 some odd people following me i'm not super popular on twitter and if like Ten of them are bots. That's, no, that's like, a huge percentage. maximum three of them are bots. Okay, that's 10%. 10% of the people following me are bots. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I have 71 people following me. Why do you have so many people? No, I don't. No, I'm following, following 71. 71. I have 33 people <laughs> following me. Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I've got 173 people following me. Yay. That's crazy. <laughs> You don't know that many people. I don't. Well, I probably do. <laughs> Including past people that I don't talk to anymore. See, I get rid of those people. I do social media parties. You can't, you can't get rid of... Uh, you can block people. Oh, yeah. I know. Twitter's different. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jack Valley's added a ton of... No, sorry. Guy Wait that I follow, Jack Valley. 
about you? What about me? I, I'm talking about Jack Valley. He's a <laughs> dude who posts stuff on the. He Jack Valley's a, a guy who does those pranks on um on video, like pranks in like video. oh so so okay so for example he has one where he has a cell phone and he walks into an aisle at like um, Target or Walmart or something. And there's someone in the aisle. Let's say, for example, they're they're in the aisle looking at toilet paper. Uh-huh. So he'll walk in the aisle and be like, "Yeah, yeah, no, she's she's looking at toilet paper now." Oh, that's uh, awkward. <laughs> yeah, she's she's trying to compare Charmin and. Uh, oh my and god, Snuggles. I would hate that so much. <laughs> no, she just put it down. Yeah. Uh, she's she's looking at me. You know, stuff like that. That's terrible. And then, this whole, and then, then the person will be like, "Excuse me, are you talking to me?" And he's like. No, I'm on the phone. <laughs> and then I'll walk away. That's terrible. And then he, so, so basically you see this because he has a camera like hidden somewhere else. Like maybe there's someone else in the aisle that has a camera strapped to their cart or something. Mm. So it's, it's hilarious. No, I don't like no, that. I think it's, I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious when it happens to someone else. If somebody did that to me, I would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> and everybody else watching you would be like, ha ha. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Uh, so yeah, those were our adventures for the week. Do we have any upcoming adventures? Adventures um, planned? I got a couple gigs with ISI. Oh, I did the um uh, bah, 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 the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation uh, dinner on Saturday as well. That was a pretty cool thing. Um, so I'll talk about that while you get the chat pack out. <laughs> You're trying to be sneaky about it. I was trying to be quiet. So yeah, you know, um, well, you know how we went to the the uh, ballet, thing. ballet, Dan- dance, St. Louis. Yeah, that. A couple episodes back, we talked about going to that dance, St. Louis uh, charity ballet dinner, and where they it was hoity-toity, the hoity-toity, and it was expensive per plate, and people just gave away money. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it was a giving away money party, but not to us. Yeah, no, which we was were, unfortunate. They were actually looking to us to give away money. We just yeah. kind of laughed. <laughs> we're like, we I got five dollars. I was saving that for the valet, but you know. Um, <laughs> You look so interested. It's great. Anyway, uh, so this last weekend we had the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation had their annual charity dinner. Um, it was black and white ball, and they had some live music. And uh, to spice things up, they actually had two um, nice HD broadcast cameras brought in, and I ran one of those for the live auction. So it was kind of funny because I'm like, you know, trying to. <laughs> this auctioneer is he's a car auctioneer. And he's just running his mouth a mile a minute and he's running around through the crowd trying to, you know, get these bidders and stuff. And so, you know, I'm trying to follow him and I, you know me, I'm, I'm good with a handheld or a shoulder camera, the broadcast cameras with the arms on the sides and stuff. It's a little difficult for me to, to get used to. And so I'm trying to keep him in focus and stuff. And I get these poor people. They're just like eating their dinners and he's going up to the table. He's like, are you going to bid $10,000 on this? Oh, vacation? That's da, 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 da. And they're just like, I'm just trying to enjoy my salmon, dude. You know, what's going on here? <laughs> um, and it's, it's really funny when they get, you know, like two people bidding against each other. Cause he'll go straight up to the table. And like, I had to put the camera on him. And so this dude is like trying to, you know, not be all up in everybody's grill about, you know, I want to bid this money. And he's like, you sure you want to go? You should, uh, you should you should get this. You should get this for your wife. She wants you to get this. Uh, he's like the guy's like um five thousand dollars. All right, and he walks over to the other guy. He's like he just bid five thousand dollars. You can let him a bid. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's just, it was that's hilarious. so awkward and so, terrible. But uh, 
Yeah. So that was a fun adventure. Oh, no. Um, and then, yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty much that's what happened. my adventures the week. Uh, that was a long loadout. We got, I got home at like four in the morning from that It was that the one. hard sell of charity auction. Oh, my gosh. But, the, yeah, they did the thing again where they're like, they hold up the amount of money on a card and like, how many people are going to bid this much? And one of the cards they had was $75,000 and there was two people that did that. What? Yeah. 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 They were able to raise like with the silent auction and the live auction. That would pay off all of my loans. They raised over That would pay off all my $600,000. All your loans. And we'd still have a bunch of money left. $600,000 is, is what they, what they like over 600,000 is what they got chubby children don't need that money give it to me <laughs> juvenile diabetes not chubby children Shh. <laughs> juvenile diabetes is, oh, is this is, the one they're born with yeah type oh. one well it's not they're not necessarily born with it but it's just like whatever juvenile onset there's no specific they're fine <laughs> they're not fine oh my gosh <laughs> you're a horrible person yes really i said that i just called my I'm wife sorry. a horrible person <laughs> So, I assume everyone's fine. It's a, rare, it's a rare miss on this podcast here. Normally we're pretty entertaining and funny. We might so, have to do over rare, tomorrow night. Rare miss. Sorry, I'm tired. Pick a chat pack. I'll choose this chat pack here. All right. It's upside down. Let me turn it right side up here. <sighs> okay. So if you could take any job for just one month, what job would you like to have? Now, on the assumption that you would have the skills and the knowledge to perform adequately. So you'd get the job and you magically have the skills to do it. Hmm. What job would I like? Do you have an idea what you would like? No, but I just thought of a really funny thing from Clerks. What? Randall wanted to be a jizz mopper. Oh. <laughs> make tons of money. And you're like, what's a jizz mopper? He's like, you know the nudie booths where guys go and jack off? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry for any sensitive ears out there. Sorry, that's, Joe, if you're listening. That's gross. <laughs> but, and Joe, if you if you're listening to this and you mention Jizz Mopper, I'll buy you a I'll buy you a coffee. <laughs> um, it's a listening test. It's like a weird radio show competition. <laughs> If this one specific person says Jizz Mopper to me at any time in the next week and a half, I will buy him a coffee. <laughs> I'm waiting for that one on Clear Channel. I was just watching, <laughs> so I was just watching Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, uh, and they were talking about the scheme they were going to use to get mo- to get um, um, money. Yeah, and they're like, so so what you do is you um, you have like this uh, this company called like Ass Ticklers Anonymous or something. Yeah, I do. Remember? <laughs> and he's like, um, like uh, oh, we'll he, give he, you a full refund, <laughs> but it'll come from Ass Ticklers, right? Blah, right. Blah, blah. So you know. You, you order it and, and on the you have them write the check to like uh, Harry's Novelties or yeah. something like that, and um, they'll and, never cash and, that check, <laughs> right? Because they don't they don't want their bank person knowing they're tickling ass. And part of me was like, "Fuck it, it's money back. I'm taking that." I don't care. And then the part of me was like, "Probably wouldn't buy anything from Ass Ticklers Anonymous." And then the other part of me was, "Yeah, I really don't care what my bank thinks. Screw them. They got true. money." Yeah. Uh, so one job. Hmm. What I really like to do. I would say, hmm. If it was only for a month, I would want to be somebody famous for a month. Like, either acting or music or whatever. 
Because I would make a terrible famous person long term, but just doing you, it for a month, I would have a good time. Like a lead editor on a Hollywood feature. Oh, I could do that with my current job if I was, you know. I don't. I wouldn't consider that so far out of my realm of possibilities why that it would be my one job for a month. <laughs> why, why do you? Why does it? You know? Why can't it be part of your dream job? But I only get it for a month. If I get that job, I want that job for much longer than a month. That's that's a goal. That's not a, that's not a fantasy job. Like <laughs> that's like if you said I want to run Apple. <laughs> I wouldn't want to run Apple. Fuck I'm that. just saying. Like I feel like it would be interesting experience to be a famous person. But I wouldn't want to do it forever. Like for a month would be perfect. I would. I, I think I'd like to do something. It's like a wilderness guide or something like that. Or a TV writer. Like that a whitewater rafting guide or something. I think that'd be really oh, cool. Yeah. That would be cool. You know, like a summer job for a month kind of thing. I really envy it. So I, we had a couple people that used to that I used to <clears throat> teach at uh, Apple that um, every summer, every other summer, they'd volunteer at Yosemite Park as like... Rangers? Volu- no, not necessarily rangers, but like park help hands kind hmm. of thing. You know, go out and maintain the trails and stuff like that. And yeah. um, they got to live in cabins in the park. And like every day they just woke up and they were in Yosemite. And on their days off, they just hike around Yosemite. See, that's cool, but. We're talking a month here. We're not talking a month the rest is of your a life. long time to live in a cabin and just hike. <laughs> not a primitive cabin. Like it had like air conditioning. Yeah, you know, but beds it's still like a that. cabin. When I say cabin, I refer to a house in the woods. Yeah, it's in the woods. I think that's the main thing that it would get old. But it's like the civilized woods. It's, it's the civilized woods. I, we were just having this discussion at work. I was like, I don't think I could ever live in the country. And our new video manager, uh, he lives near Collinsville, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, go on. I still think I see where this is going. <laughs> But he's like, oh, we love it. We're like five minutes from town, but we're uh, we're out in the woods. And I'm like, yeah, if you have to refer to town, you're too far away. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, listeners who have town versus not town. I couldn't live there. More power to you. <laughs> have a good time. I don't want to live in any place where it's like, oh, I'm going into town. That should not be something I ever have to say. And if I was living in a cabin for a month, I would. And this is probably shortcomings on my part. Like, it it may be that I just need to learn how to be quiet and with myself and calm for a month in a cabin. But I don't see that working out. (laughs) Wow. That's the thing. I love nature and I love the whole outdoorsy, like, Colorado was the most awesome trip ever. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we were out in the desert in Grand Canyon for uh, our Vegas slash uh, Arizona at certain points trip, that was awesome and great. But I don't want to live there. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay. I like cities where things are close. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can go places. And it's not town. Belleville has town. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Did we talk about laser tag? I don't know that we did. We had other adventures. Laser tag. No, I think we talked about laser tag last time. Maybe. You deleted episode eight. I lost the notes. That's okay. (laughs) I think we're about wrapping up here. (laughs) Oh, we didn't answer your chat back question. Well, what what is it? You never read it. What is one piece of advice that you wish you could pass along to everyone else? 
Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, I'm tired. My mind's just going crazy here. Um, piece of advice. Um, Stop yawning on the I'm podcast. Sorry. We waited so late to do this. It's ten forty. No later than we usually do. It, but it's I'm just not. So tired. It's ten forty-two. Buck up. Um, thought this was, thought this tea was supposed to have caffeine in it. There is. You haven't drank that much. I have. You I drank haven't. a ton of it. No. I got a big cup here. No, you're being a weenie. Um, piece of advice. I don't know. Do you want to hear my advice? Yeah. Try not to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good call there. That's, Check. That's pretty much my life philosophy at this point. Life's way more complicated try not to be an and asshole. simple. But, you know, just try not to be an asshole. If you're not being an asshole, you're probably all right. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. That is good advice. Some man, try What's not your to advice? be an asshole. Um,. Totally I don't know. Yeah, I know. You totally hear the tea. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it quiet. Careful. Sorry. What was that? It was smacking things with the teapot. Oh. Yeah, okay. From a new reality television show. Smacking things with the teapot. <laughs> <laughs> it's on late night cable TV, the high channels. That's copyright the Smiths. Um. Don't put it on a t-shirt <laughs> with a bunch of weed. <laughs> um... I think I think my biggest piece of advice is don't go to college expecting to get a job. So maybe just get like an indentured servitude somewhere and you'll definitely have a job. Well, I mean, <laughs> and by indentured servitude, are you talking about apprenticeship? Apprenticeship sort of. I feel like apprenticeship is going to make a make a big comeback cuz college is kind of failing at its well, I mean, intended with the whole everybody goes to college thing. Well, yeah. Everybody yeah. goes to college. Everybody so. gets ice cream. Yeah, but they're not actually. But there's nowhere to go for them. Yeah, and they all expect to make fifty thousand dollars getting out of college. Because everybody told them that's what they would do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that that was the line we were fed. Oh yeah, grow up, go to school. All right. If you go you're to done school, with, done with school. What do we do now? Go to college. You okay. And get a job. Okay. Oh wait, there aren't any. Oh wait, <laughs> and why aren't there any jobs? Because you guys won't retire. Because you guys didn't save any money. Because they can't retire. Well, There's no pensions, and they, Social Security is a little bit, you know, weird. They could have retired had they saved their money. I'm not in charge of that. Now it's not <laughs> difficult for our, our generation to save money because we can't get jobs that pay, you know. Oh, yeah. We want to live like our parents, and we can't get jobs that pay nearly enough, so we're spending all our money for our toys versus putting anything away. I have a prediction that the birth rate is going to drop like crazy. Just because you have a whole group of people who owe a whole bunch of money can't get a job that will ever give them any kind of retirement security at the same time. So you're having people who are going to get married and have children much later in life because they're paying off student loans mm -hmm. and not getting the jobs that they thought they were going to get. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a serious drop in the birth and marriage rates. Yeah. That's my prediction for the world. Thank you. Yeah. Write it down. Thank Heard you. it here first. Breaking news. Thank you, Nostradamus. You can't hear it, but this is the sound of the finger. <laughs> the lovely <laughs> gesture you've made there, dear. <laughs> anyway. anyway. 
So I think uh, I think we're going to go ahead and call it because wrapping uh, up the podcast. We're both kind of tired, and we're we not as, we're not as funny as we think. It's, it's been a little slap. Hopefully, people think we're funnier than we actually oh, are. God, I hope so. And for <laughs> real, anybody who's out there listening, please tweet at us. Yeah. At We Are the Smiths, at Life of Stew, at Andorama. Every week we put out a call asking for people to give us something to shout out or to talk about on the podcast. Please. <laughs> please, please, please. Because you can see we're well, we're kind of we're kind of dry by ourselves right now. We need a guest. We I do. tried to get Diana to be our guest. She said she didn't know what a podcast was. Tell her it's the YouTube videos that she watches without the video. I told her it was like a radio show, only people download it instead of listening to it on the radio. No, it's like it's like the, those YouTube video shows that she watches, except it's someone talking instead of watching something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, gestures don't translate on the radio. <laughs> Anytime you hear a, a silence, with some, one of us is like shrugging <laughs> to the other one. I'm like, mm. Yeah. I could describe the gesture, but it was the... Do you know what we forgot? What? Our adventure to the guitar store. Guitar store adventure. Next time on The Smiths. <laughs> yes, we'll do that next time. We'll write it down. We'll put it in the notes. All right, people. Good night. Good night. Good night.